Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Hashtag Single, a feminist podcast about online dating in New York. So just a quick note to tell you that there's been a bit of a change up for Hashtag Single. Like all relationships, some things change. And I called this family meeting to tell you that Tracy and I are unfortunately no longer a couple. Um, It's really important to us that you still feel loved and supported. We're not selling the house. We'll still see each other on the weekends. But moving forward, I'm going to be your new custodial parent. Uh, (laughs) No, all kidding aside, uh, Tracy is moving on to other projects, and I'm going to be the sole host of Hashtag Single for the future. So thank you guys so much for listening. We love you guys. Here is the new intro to the episode. Welcome back to Hashtag Single with Jeanette Bonner. I am not a relationship expert or sex therapist. I'm just a regular New York City woman navigating the world as a single, independent feminist. Hashtag Single is about having honest conversations with other singles in today's device-obsessed culture. So I hope you'll join me on this interesting, challenging, and complex journey as we navigate the ins and outs of singledom. everybody. Welcome back to Hashtag Single. I am your host, Jeanette Bonner. It is a really, really hot day in New York City, which is very appropriate because I got some hot guests. (laughs) I've always wanted to do an intro like that. Um, uh, So I have in the studio with me today, Rachel. Hello. Rachel, thank you for being here with me. Yes, of course. (laughs) Uh, And I have Rahul with me. It's great to be here. Okay, fantastic. Um, So, Rahul, you know the rules. You're going to sit back and be quiet, uh, just like all of the gentlemen we like to have in our lives. Um, And Rachel and I are going to be... Did I mention this is going to be fun and silly, you guys? Did you think you were coming in for a silly podcast? Um. Always I hope you knew. I hope you knew. Um, this is fun because <laughs> this is not that – it's dating and dating yeah. shouldn't be that serious and dating should be fun. And we're all flawed, um, especially myself. So um, – and other people are flawed as well. So we're all trying to navigate this crazy world together. Um, so <laughs> – Definitely. <laughs> Just so you know at the top. Um, so one of the things I'm really excited about having Rachel here for is that Rachel is actually a dating coach. Yes, yes. Um, I am the co-founder of a business called The Good First Date. And so what we do is we help people date better. And so essentially we want to learn where people are getting stuck in their dating process. And it's kind of a combination of coaching and navigating the online dating world, which can be a little bit tricky. Yeah. I love that you do that, and I love the way that you phrase that because um, I think a lot of people think dating coaching is like, I'm doing it wrong, and I need someone to fix it for me, yes. um, and there is no, <laughs> literally no right way to do this, Yes, but to to put you at your best and put you in your best behavior, I think is Yeah, and I, lo- I, love, I love that you just said it, like in that way, that you reframed it in that way, because I think one of the biggest things is that, you know... One of the best things and one of the worst things about dating is that there are no rules. 
right? Yeah. So yeah. people people kind of go into dating thinking, well, I should do this or I should do that or I should be, you know, pursuing this kind of person or this kind of person. And at the end of the day, everyone has a different rule book and a different roadmap that they're, you know, going to follow. And it's really about knowing what works the best for you yeah. um, and knowing what's standing in your way. You know, like we all get in our own way, you yeah. know, like I get in my way all the time, right? But it's really about building awareness and knowing what you want and being able to kind of just figure out what you need to do to kind of, you know, either get a different outcome or change your perspective or, right. you know, really just kind of evaluate how you want to move forward in, in, in a way that feels the most empowering to you. Yeah. And on an individual level, like yes. this is not like we did all this research and we found this is the best way to approach no. dating, but it's just like on an individual almost like you're going to the gym like not yes. everybody's workout is going to be the same but you guys tailor exactly. per individual how um how how best to navigate on your own journey exactly and there's like you know i definitely think that there are best practices um in in terms of like ways that you can like manage online dating for example or ways that you can you know um approach people in real life or ways you can make yourself a little bit more approachable. But in terms of what like the details look like, it's going to be unique for everyone. And I kind of imagine it as like a coloring book, right? Where like it's blank and you get to color it in yourself because at the end of the day, it's like everyone has a different like history with dating. They've had different models of what a relationship looks like and they have different expectations and different, you know, ideas of what they want their outcome to look like. So there can't be a one size fits all approach. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. So your psych, your background is in psychology. So I'm a licensed clinical social worker. Um, So I'm a licensed psychotherapist and I worked as a psychotherapist for a very long time. Um, and then I transitioned into the world of matchmaking. So I was a matchmaker for over oh a year. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We could have a whole podcast episode just on that. Oh, we, sh- we sure could. <laughs> <laughs> but I think one of the things, like, the thing that I love the most about matchmaking, I think matchmaking can be a really amazing thing for people to do and for people to try, especially when people are busy and different things like that. But at the end of the day, what I really loved about it was the – the piece where I was doing a lot of date and relationship coaching with my clients. Yeah, and the so, interpersonal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I decided to um, get certified. So I'm a certified professional coach. And so we launched this business with the idea of really wanting to help people figure out what was going to be right for them. I love that so much. Yeah. I think we all would like to have a little birdie on our shoulder being like, yes, no, this is the way that you <laughs> need to respond or this is not the right person for you, Jeanette. Yes. I know he looks like the person you want. Yes. But ultimately, no. Totally. I want that person. Well, and that's like <laughs> that birdie is literally what we really work with clients to develop. It's yeah. like, how do you, um, and it's kind of priming your brain for it, right? Yeah. Like, once you've kind of had conversations and once you've worked with someone and talked about these things and talked about them in a different way and kind of like allowed yourself to kind of see things through a different lens, it's like, you start becoming, you know, like your own best your birdie. Own birdie, right? <laughs> like that's the whole point, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. So In the way that like cool. as an adult, like I feel like 
I always have that that voice in my head that's yeah. just saying like, no, Jeanette, you don't need that dress. Like, where are you going to wear it? You know, and you're like, but I really <laughs> look how cute those shoes are. And you're like, no, seriously, how am I going to? I told you you can't buy any more on the yes. credit card. You have to pay down the bills. And yeah. Then, you know, you have that conversation with yourself as you get older. Totally. Um, I just don't have it implemented in my date brain yet. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I think it's like it's really interesting, too, because. I love that example that you're even bringing up because the craziest thing is, is that oftentimes people kind of um, separate out dating and relationships from the rest of their lives. So, you know, a lot of our clients are incredibly successful in every other area. They're like, I crush it in my career. I crush it in my social life. Like, you know, I have everything going for me. I'm so happy. But when it comes to dating and relationships, like I just lose, I just, I just like lose my confidence. I feel like women say that all the time. Like they yeah. feel, and that's, I think there's a lot of themes that are in line with some conversations we've had at Hashtag Single, talking to women that feel like their lives are in a really good place, they own their apartments, they go on vacations, they're able to save money, they feel really solid in their careers, they have a strong group of friends, like everything feels like I've got it and I feel really comfortable around it and I'm happy except yes it's like it's like it gets like carved out you know what is that about i think is it because you can't control it well i i mean i think i think it's one of those things where for different people it's for different reasons right i do think that element of of control can play a role because one of the things that people sometimes go into dating and relationships with a mindset around wanting to control the outcome yeah and at the end of the day like no one can control their dating and relationship outcome in the way of like, I want it to happen tomorrow. Because in terms of timing, in terms of meeting the right person, no one has control over those things. Right. You can control your outcome in the sense of the way that you're feeling while you're dating, being really intentional about who you're meeting and how you're showing up. Um, and, and kind of just like, you know, at the beginning of like, you know, when we started talking in your introduction, you're like, dating should be fun. And it's like, yes. And kind of owning that idea and internalizing that of like, this is something that I want to be fun for me. Um, as opposed to it being like, you know, I'm going into this only for this reason, because that's, I think when a lot of frustration comes up and people feel really powerless and then they start hating it. And then it becomes this really negative. Why am I not succeeding at this? Yes. And I think that idea, it's like, you know, it, like it's a, it's a thought trap or a cognitive distortion, you know, where it's this all or nothing thinking it's black and black and white thinking. Right. And so it's really important with dating and relationships to do a couple of things. The first is like, not setting goals around I want to be in a relationship or I want a husband or I want to be, I want to be married by 42. Exactly. Yeah. So really being um, – having it be more like value-oriented and more around your behavior and the way that you're showing up and the way you're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So being able to control your approach um, and then also kind of like setting goals around like the things that you can control. You know, like if I – go on, I want to go on like two or three dates this week and I want to go in and do this, this experiment with the way that I'm, I'm thinking while I'm going into it so that it's something that can be measurable. And then the definition of success has to change too, right? Because success Mm -hmm. doesn't equate to being in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I think people forget that, Mm -hmm. that like 
once you get to a relationship, everything's not cool. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you don't get to a relationship and you're like, I like to remind oh, people that okay. all the time. Like, like you're like, mm, this isn't a right, queen happiness. <laughs> no. Like, life doesn't become necessarily better exactly. by finding someone you love. No. It becomes infinitely it's more complicated. So complicated, right? <laughs> and so I think it's one of those things where, you know, having that outcome is so it's it's dangerous because then people do you know kind of start thinking that they're not successful at it quote yeah. unquote yeah and then the other piece of it is this idea of like well once I get there everything's going to be great oh god and that's you know and that's just not the case you know it just it isn't someone can definitely add to your life and finding someone that you love can feel really good and really yeah. amazing and it you know and it and it will you know and you you're then like navigating all of these other things that come with sharing your life with somebody right um I was and, watching. Yeah. Oh, sorry to interrupt no, 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 you. No, go ahead. Um, you just made me think of something. I was watching um, Fleabag recently. Yeah, I don't know if you've watched it. Mm-mm. Oh, you should watch it because it's this uh, amazingly flawed woman who falls in love with someone she can't have, which is a priest, mm-hmm. and her navigating the emotion around that, <laughs> coming off of being a person that would just sort of. Um, sleep around in order to yeah. s- to solve the pain of being alone. Yeah. Um, and there was this one quote was like. I'm going to completely mess it up and paraphrase it, but the idea behind it was, like, love is so hard and it hurts so much and it is the one thing that we all want. And when we get there, it just hurts so bad. And that, like, that dichotomy, that, like, weird thing, it literally is the one thing we all want, but the aspiration of it fucking hurts. Yes. And then even when you get there, it kills. Yes. all desire it. Yes. That's fascinating to me. I know. Well, and I think it's, like, and I think... Because of that and because, you know, of this element where people feel that loss of control. Because when you fall in love, that's a loss of control, yeah, right? So yeah, it's just totally. like I think it just triggers a lot for people, um, especially when people are very, you know, highly successful in other areas of their life. Because yeah. they're like, okay, usually it's, you know, X plus Y equals Z, right? Like it's it can be – not always, right? There's, there's always variables, but when you've kind of – the effort that you put in equals success in some ways. Yeah. Dating can feel very different from that. Yeah, it um, is. It is. And so I think it's one of those things where, you know, like I think a lot about compassion and empathy and all of these kind of like softer, softer things that I think people um, in their frustration forget to exercise that towards themselves or the person that they're meeting, you know, especially with online dating. I think people just get into this place where they're so frustrated that they're not getting this outcome. There's this um, sort of dialogue that women repeat, which is, what am I doing wrong? Or even worse, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Like, why is this not working? It's working for everybody else. Yeah. So something must be wrong with me that it's not working. Yeah. and So awful. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, I think one of, one of the things when I think about love, one of the things I think about a lot is the idea that no one is perfect. And so you're really looking for somebody that loves you for your imperfections. Absolutely. Right. And so those qualities that, you know, you love or you hate about yourself, you know, that other person unconditionally, you know, you're looking for someone to, to accept those things and to see you for who you are. Um, and I think that idea that there's something wrong with you or there's something wrong with you know, what am I doing wrong? Like there's a right or a wrong way of doing mm-hmm. it. I think I think that can really be so harmful to just kind of then the way that you're approaching dating and then you're going into it with 
the idea like a negative that you're, mindset exactly and that's like a filter right so then you're only seeing what you not what you want to see but what your filter is showing you yeah. right so if you go into it let's say your belief is you know there's something about me that's flawed or I'm worthless or something like this and this is this is kind of the way that you show up for the date, right? Where you're, where you might be a little bit more preoccupied, you might be a little bit more nervous, you might not be as open, you might be a little bit guarded. True, yeah. And then when the other person, let's say that the person you go on a date with is a little distracted, or you know they don't laugh at a joke that you make, it reinforces your negative belief system. Exactly, yep. and that person it could have had nothing to do with you, yeah. right? If you were if you were kind of in a neutral mindset, like. The other person could have just been like distracted by something that happened at work right. or, you know, they didn't laugh because they couldn't hear you because it was loud in the bar, you know, but it's, it's, we start making our own interpretations and our own assumptions based on our own narrative. Yeah. So it is, it's really, it's really sad when people say that because there isn't, there is, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with anybody. No. You might just be going after people that aren't the best fit for you or approaching it in a way where it is this like outcome, there's might be all this weight that's being put on it. Um, and so there's things that you can do to feel different about it and to approach it in a different way, but it has nothing to do with like you as a human. Of course. You as a person. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I want to take advantage of the fact that we have, like, a coach in the studio. Yeah. And I was wondering if you had some, like, best tips and suggestions for um, a stronger profile, for example. Oh, yeah, for sure. So my business part- partner, Grace, is our online dating specialist. And she is amazing with kind of helping people navigate this. And I've learned a lot from her because, you know, I'm I'm more on the coaching end of things. The emotional and, side, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but a couple of the things that I think about, um, that really truly make a difference when someone's making a profile is that oftentimes people get really worried about, um, filtering people out, right? It's almost like when you're online dating, people are like, I want everyone to like me, right? So you go into the, you know, you go into it with this idea of like, I have to look hot. I have to like, look so nice. Like it's almost like a, like on an interview, right? You're making a portfolio of like your hits. And I think, I think That's one of the, true. right. And so it's like you like holding like a glass of wine, like smiling, you know, and like you, yeah, it's like, so one of the things that, you know, she really works with people on and that has made a huge difference for people and in the types and the quality of, you know, kind of responses that they get from people is showing your, your personality and your, and your values. And so that's like, how are you, show, how do you show up in your life? What is important to you? And how can you actually use your profile to filter out people and not in a negative way? You know, like it's not, it's not the profile. It's like, if you do, like, don't, don't bother. Don't, right. bother. you know, like the negative ones, because that sets a tone, right? Sure. But it's more like, how can you, you know, like maybe respond with like a witty comment that demonstrates what you think is funny. Right. How can you kind of show a little bit more about like who you are by your photos, right? So that when people are actually looking at your photos, they get a sense of who you are. Exactly. And they can imagine themselves doing those things with you, right? So if you're someone that loves your family um, and you and your family are really goofy or you guys have some kind of like weird family tradition. Like, like you, matching pajamas. Exactly. Like <laughs> putting, holidays. Exactly. Yeah. But like putting, putting a photo like that up there because then you're going to be attracting somebody who – 
likes that stuff, who, right. who's, who thinks it's funny, who thinks it's cute, you know what I mean? Like, as opposed to, like, the person that maybe they just don't. The guy yeah. in taking a selfie in the front seat of his car with sunglasses on. <laughs> if I see that again, I'm going to scream. Why do all men think they look hot while they're driving? Well, And it's a, the part, the car's parked, like, you're not even driving. It's literally where the GPS goes in the car, and the guys look down at it to shut it off, and they go, hey, I look hot. Oh my god! And that's um, that's their lead profile picture. I mean, I think, that drives me crazy. Well, and I think okay, so <laughs> so I would say my best tips for people <laughs> for their own profiles is like doing right, being careful, not like taking the selfie where you're like in the, the same bathroom, picture that every dude has, or like yeah. being in the gym, the gym selfie. Those are oh terrible, god. and you're not even looking at. The, at the mirror so yes. that you're making eye contact yes. you're looking at yourself yes exactly camera. it's like the most awkward thing ever kill me but I think the I think the the other piece of it is like don't be afraid to to be specific because the other piece of it is like you want for someone to be able to ask you a question it's a it is a very weird social situation right you know? it's like what people are like I'm so mad when people don't give me creative openers and it's like well but like, this is not easy. And people are sending out tons of responses all the time, you know. So, hey, what's up? It, again, it's like one of those things where, you know, I think obviously there could be a lot better etiquette. But part of it is a reaction and a response to, you know, kind of things that have happened since people have been online dating I for know, so yeah. long. So I think it's one of those things where it's like but for your profile, like, be specific. Show yourself. Use it as a way of filtering people to attract the kind of person you really want to meet mm-hmm. in terms of their values and their personality and different things like that. And then I would say the other thing is like when you are swiping, we have all been there where you're like mindlessly swiping or you're swiping when you're bored or you're swiping when you're lonely or you're swiping after you had a sh- – can I swear? <laughs> I already did. Oh, so. Okay, cool. <laughs> you I guess. Like, I don't like, really know. Can we? You have a shitty day. Yeah, no. Is the government listening? I'm so, not sure. I feel so free right now that I can swear. <laughs> The worst potty mouth, yeah. But, like, you had a shitty day, and people use online dating sometimes to, like, regulate their Feel emotions. better. Yeah. 100%. And so when you're going into swiping with that mindset, you're not you're not going to have a good time of it, you know? And you're going to be – because, again, we're talking about that filter, right? So you're looking at every one of these potential matches with that, like, negative attitude filter, right? So you're yeah. really looking at people – way harsher than you would be true. otherwise. That's so true. And so part of it is like, number one, being compassionate towards the people that you're swiping on, which can be really hard because it is frustrating. And it's like, there, I, and I, you know, I've been there, I have so many clients that have been there where they're just like, I'm so sick of it. If I have one more fucking person right to me, that's like, hey, what's up? And then not like right back. And then, Ever. you know, goes, yeah. it's like, I'm gonna just like freak out and throw my phone against the wall. Yeah. It's um, infuriating. But I think it's like one of those things where it's like empathy goes a really long way because sometimes if you give someone the benefit of the doubt and you can – and people have been so wounded. Like I call it scar tissue. It's like you have all this scar tissue that develops from real wounds that happen because people get very hurt. And relationships cause, like you said, a lot of pain, right? And so people are build these ways of protecting themselves, but sometimes that protection – is is protecting them, but it's not letting anyone else in, and it's not even like letting people get to the to the front door, right? It's like yeah. some, for for some people, when you've been really hurt, it's like there's like a wire fence that's built around, and you know people yeah. can't even get there. And so sometimes it's really kind of like checking yourself and asking yourself like, what is this? Like, what am I? What am I doing? Am I really kind of like 
allowing anyone to even kind of like access the real me? Am I feeling like I have to just protect myself? Am I being vulnerable at all? Um, Because vulnerability is really important when you're dating. And it's sexy. It is. It really is. And that's how people connect. And so it's like, you know, even with the driving selfies and, you know, (laughs) Rahul can let us know, but... For a lot of guys, they don't, you know, and I know because we, you know, we coach men and women and, you know, and so a lot of, a lot of men that we work with have no idea what that's, photos to use and they don't have photos of themselves. So literally I'll be talking to people, you know, even with consultations and just people that we meet at events and stuff. And they'll be like, well, I have like four pictures of myself. So that's why I use the I would literally selfie. be like. Take your friend, go to Central Park oh, on a Saturday. Yes, and I'm not even <laughs> exaggerating that there are times where I'll be like, give me your phone right now and we'll take a picture of you. Okay. Like, I can take a better picture of you right Sitting now. Sitting by the window reading a yes. newspaper. Yeah. Exactly. So, but I think it's like, again, it's like going into it with a little bit of a sense of humor and giving people just kind of having compassion for their position or kind of creating a, a narrative or a story about them that doesn't like result in you automatically kind of disregarding them. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, yeah. well said, but also how hard to do. Yes. Exactly. I was like, it's so easier said than done. You're like, of course I want that. Oh God. It's oh, so hard. Yeah. But that's um, the birdie, right? That's like, that's how kind of the birdie gets developed where it's like, you should be a little bit more compassionate. Yeah. 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 I should. I should. Um, so we had talked about this off air, if yes. you will. But one of the great things about a good first date is that you guys do coaching. And so mm-hmm. I probably stupidly volunteered myself for like a little mini (laughs) (laughs) live coaching session um, on hashtag single. So um, I know I'm sure you spend hours with your clients, uh, but I thought maybe we could just like get a taste of how you work with people. Yeah, for sure. And I volunteer as tribute. Yes. (laughs) Okay. I promise it won't be painful. Great. Great. (laughs) We can have a safe word if you want. (laughs) I'm open. I've already admitted some, a lot of things on the podcast. So the whole reason I'm here is because my life is, um, uh, up for grabs. It's an open book. Um, I'm happy to be the model of a yeah. frustrated, single, strong feminist woman in yeah. New York City. So, yes. I'm ready. Let's go. So what, what specifically, you know, for the sake of today, yeah. right? Because we do have, you know, when we're doing coaching, obviously there's, we like to learn a lot about people, but for today, mm-hmm. what goal would you like to work on? Um, I have a long-term goal of being in a relationship again. Mm -hmm. I haven't been in a relationship for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know that I necessarily need to be married, but I miss having a partner. I miss having being in a partnership. There are just things about it that I had in my last relationship that I I miss. Um, And that's um, something that I would like to have again. Yeah. And what... So when you say that you... I guess I would love someone to know me intimately. Yeah. Oh, I like that. It's really beautiful. I miss that. It's yeah. not that my... You know, it's a, it's something you can't really put into words. It's not the same level of intimacy that your family knows you and your friends know you. Yeah. It's it's a indefinable quality yeah. um, that I, I have only experienced in that really intense relationship and have not felt since. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it sounds like, you know, that even kind of thinking about it, like I can tell that it just, it moves you to Ooh, think it's, about it. It's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. miss it. I miss it. 
Well, so I guess part of what I'm wondering about, like, so in the time that we have specifically, what's one thing that you think is kind of getting in the way of you moving towards, you know, kind of having that relationship with somebody? There's a lot of things. I have a a second date problem where um, I I have great first dates. (laughs) <laughs> we'll come back to that. <laughs> um, I have I don't have a problem having conversations yeah. with people, and I love meeting new people. And so I approach the first date with fun. Yeah. Um, and then even the second date has even been like, let's see if this is more interesting. Um, and then uh, at the second date, I decide whether or not I'm like, um, I'm in or I'm not. I'm not. Like I literally, it's very easy for me to know do I want to get naked with this person or not. Yeah. And like ninety eight percent of the time, I'm like, no, no. But even if I do want to see that person. And again, I have found that the um, communication becomes infinitely more challenging. I think what I'm experienced with a lot of guys is like, dating is fun. Let's meet for cocktails. And then like, cool, are you free on Saturday? Let's let's hang out. Yeah. And then by day three, they're like, oh, shit. Uh, and I've had several people say to me, I don't actually want something serious or I don't want a romantic relationship right now. And I'm like... Why didn't you tell me that at the beginning? Or why are you dating online if you don't ultimately want these things? Right. It's like, did you not think it through? Or did you think dating would just, like, come easily or be fun? Right. So, like, once it gets to, like, literally there's this, like, drop-off between two and three. Yeah. That um, not just me. A lot of my girlfriends and I are, are struggling with. There's something about the third date that, like, scares men away. Like, oh, that must be committing to her. Yeah. So, um, and then – yeah, for myself, I'm just like an extremely opinionated person and there's things that I definitely know I want and I can go on first date and be like, nope, that wasn't there. Um, and a lot of my friends are like, give him a second chance. And I'm like, I don't need to. Like it was there for me or it wasn't there for me or it worked on this level, it didn't work on this level. It, it didn't have something I was looking for. And when you say that like you have like those those things because it sounds like the first date, you know, you're kind of like, Going through just your there process. to like no, just there to like ha- like have a conversation, have fun, see yeah. what happens, yeah. And then the second date, it's kind of again, it's like, do I want to? You know, it's almost like the um the screen. You're like you're yeah yeah yeah. Right? Like it's the callback. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which has been used before. You're like, yeah, okay, so we made it through the first round of auditions, right? Um, this is good. Let call back, right? I'm into you. And then at the callback, we're like, you know, do we take it to? Yeah. Screen test. Do we take the second call back? Do you get the role? Right. Right. Um, So, yeah, there's – sorry, what was your question? I I missed it. No. So part of what I'm wondering about – Oh, what am I looking for on that date? Yeah. Like I'm I'm kind of thinking about your screening system a little bit. And I'm not saying that – and part of the screening even can start from like the online dating piece of things, right? Yeah. Where you're – you know, part of what I'm hearing you say is like you're going into these dates with a different expectation than these guys are going into these dates – could with. be. Um, yeah, it could be. It could not be, right? But, yeah. you know, it sounds like part of it is, like, you're essentially, like, I want something that's more long-term. Yes. I want something that's more serious. And you're hitting this wall where the guy is basically, like, oh, no, 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 no. Right. That's not right. what – I'm, I'm not on this time. train. Yeah. Right? Like, I, mm-hmm. like, I want to get off, you yes. know? So part of what I'm thinking about, too, is is it's kind of, like, two different things. So it's almost like – screening and being able to know a little bit more about what someone is looking for from Mm. the very beginning, from Mm -hmm. the onset. Um, It's not a romantic 
thing to do. And it's, it's not a question that I'm like, oh, you know, during your first date, you should lay out, you know, X, Y, and Z and <laughs> no, really I, tell them what you imagine the next five years of your life to I, look like. I, I don't do that. But essentially, no, no, I don't think you should. <laughs> but essentially, you know, one of the reasons why online dating can be a really helpful tool is because in people's profiles and then, you know, the way that you're screening and um, swiping on people, there can be cues, number one, that you can give in your profile. And and I'm all about being transparent and being like, I'm looking for a relationship with the right person. Yes. Right? And just saying it and naming it because you don't want the people that aren't there. Right. Or the people that are going to look at that and be like, holy shit, this girl is not for me. Like, you want those people just... I will say that, like, in previous iterations, I have had some kind of that language yeah. in my profile. Yeah. And I've been uh, told to take it out because... Bear with me. Yes. A lot of guys, uh, even that, that is like a signifier for marriage. So it's, it's like scary language instead of just, they might want a long-term relationship, but the fact that you put that in there is like, uh, intense. So I just say like, you know, it says, there's a thing that says, what are you looking for? But I don't have it in my, I used to have like not looking for hookups, looking for something real or something like that. Um, and I've just sort of been like, you know what, let's just sort of, maybe we could talk about that in person. Like, I don't want that to scare someone away. Well, I think so. Like she's the, she's the marriage lady. Yeah. I mean, part of what I'm wondering about though, is like, would you, how would it feel to go out with someone that, where that would scare them away? Good question. No, that's smart. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm put it back in. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, what, I'll do it. yeah. Like what, what is, you're right. What does that mean to like scare someone? What kind of person it? is that? Right? Yeah, exactly. You're right. That's probably not ultimately the right person for me. Yeah. Well, and I think part of what it, it sounds like is based on your experiences you know, and this would, this would happen for anyone is it's almost like, okay, you're kind of waiting for after date two for that, like, you know, that kind of bye, I'm on the wrong train. You know what I mean? And so part of what I, why I wanted to kind of revisit that is because I think it can be really helpful from the onset to kind of have a little bit, have a little bit of a sense that both of you are on the same track, track, right. Or you are looking for, you know, and, and I think like having some kind of definition, if we were working together, it would be like, well, what would that relationship look like Yeah, and feel like, and how can you kind of give a little bit more um, information about that in your profile? Yeah. Um, I will tell you like the number one frustration that I have that I feel is like really, truly missing on my dates. I always look for a sense of humor and a sense of play. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh my God, we talk about this on the podcast all the time, flirting, like nobody flirts anymore. It's like a goddamn job interview. Um, And without those things, I just feel I have a hard time connecting to people. I just Mm. feel like this was a cool meeting and best of luck with your career, you know? Yeah. So what would that look like for you? Like if you... I want to laugh on a date. I want to laugh. I want to be surprised and I want to leave laughing. Yeah. And if I have a a crazy grin on my face at some point during the date, there's a hundred percent chance of, of a second or a third date. And why is that so important to you? That's that's how I lead my life. I mean, hello. That's how I started this whole entire podcast. Yeah, that's just like, that's part of my personality. That's how I lead yeah. life. I try to find the joy in things because, I don't know, life is short. And yeah. I think 
it it's more fun when you're enjoying yourself. So I look for positive people. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it's a core. It's a, it's a really core value. Core value of yeah. mine. Well said. Yeah. yeah exactly. No, absolutely. And so, how do you go about? kind of testing for that, you know, because it does seem like I mean, you... it's easy when you're scrolling through profiles because, like, so many of them are just men not smiling, and that's, like, an easy out for me. Yeah. Um, something silly and fun in the profile is easy, but um, it's that first date, it's just, like, when you're like, well, let's see if we connect and we joke together and stuff like that. If that's there, cool. If it's not, it's not there, and it's, like, yeah. often not there. Yeah. And how, like, how do you explore that with somebody on a first date? I mean, I think I'm just, I'm that energetically, that's what I bring to the date. Mm -hmm. So if someone's responding to that or, you know what I mean? I just feel like, did they bring it out in me or not? That's, it's really simple for me. Mm -hmm. And if it's not, if that piece isn't there on the first date, is it kind of like, see ya? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Are there other things that you're looking for as well or just the? On the first date, that's just that. Okay. I feel like. I feel like this is an important transition time because <laughs> Rahul and I went on a date, you guys. <laughs> I feel like he's taking notes and I don't want all that I'm saying to be like hyper analyzed by you when you go home. But we did only have one date and I chose not to have a second date. So like this is what I'm talking about right now. It's actually kind of a badass as well. Welcome to Hashtag Single. You agreed to come on. I feel like that's a great welcoming statement. <laughs> I was like, at this point, I was like, I got to acknowledge that I'm the elephant in the room. I'm so sorry. But um, let's talk about it because why not? You're a really cool, open person and you wouldn't be here mm-hmm. if I didn't think you, if you weren't. So, um, you know, thank you for letting me be honest and thanks for being here and thanks for being open for talking about this. No, thanks for having um, me on. Before we talk about our date, um, I just want to get your feedback on anything that came up that Rachel was talking about. There's a bunch of things. I mean, I think it's... Tell me everything. So it's really interesting for me. One is um, in terms of the loss of control, like I found like that's generally hard for me as well, for example, because I'm someone who's mm-hmm. very structured in my life with everything else, with work and routines. A lot of New Yorkers planning are things. people. Yeah. So I think that's sometimes a bit hard, but that's something I've gotten um, better at. I I also think, I mean, one, I think I'm not the typical guy in some ways because I don't even have a driver's license, so I can't do the, you know, in my car <laughs> selfie. Like I've never, even, I've never it even, doesn't well, have to I'd have to get into car. someone else's car. You yeah. could do it in a cab. I could, I guess. Yeah, that would be even weirder in the back of the cab. And, <laughs> no, okay. yeah. that would be amazing. Please don't, though. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> so I haven't done that, and I actually, I've had. I generally prefer it if someone has it on their profile or brings it up early on as, you know, a guy going on a date with women that they are looking for something that would lead to something long term, right? Because it's also then if... It's a screener for you. It's a screener for me. That's what I'm looking for. So then it's easier for me. If the person says, oh, I'm just kind of casually dating. I'm like, well, that's great. And generally, I'll try to look for that in their profile too. But I want to filter those people out. Because again, it's we all have other things we're doing in our lives too. So if I'm going on dates with someone, it's someone I think of as potential for something long term. So if we're not on the same page... It makes sense why to we're, not you yeah, know, go why further it's not with worth it. meeting. Yeah. yeah. What else? Uh, you got a big list over there. Come on. <laughs> I tend to take a lot of notes. Um, I was actually, so I had a question about um, what advice you would have about approaching people in real life. Oh, Ooh. I love this. Um, one of the things that I think is really important is to, um, number one, to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of people yeah. that we talk to, and this is 
one of the things that, you know, even surprised me when we started the business is that a lot of people want to meet people in real life. When you ask people how they prefer, how they'd prefer to meet, you know, a potential partner, most people, I would say 99%, um, say, I want to, I would love to meet someone in real life, but you know, there's the, but, and so I would say first and foremost, if you're someone that will actually approach someone in real life that you will be given a lot of bonus points for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other, like, and then there's like, there's a couple other things that we talk to people a lot about. I would say going places that you would be excited to meet someone. So mm-hmm. not necessarily like going to a bar or going, you know, going to the places where people traditionally like pick up, mm-hmm. but instead like putting yourself in um, situations where you have an interest in it and that you already have that connection point. So if it's like, a you know, a lecture or like a specific meetup or something like right. that where, you know, you're already filtering a little bit. And then I would say like, don't go in to pick up, mm-hmm. like don't go in with the intention of picking up. Essentially, it's like one of those things where people well, sense that. Yeah. And they're they, like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's also like it, it immediately can make people feel like, shut down mm-hmm. and like self-protected um or self-protective. So essentially like I recommend just just connect. Mm-hmm. That's it. And and make it relevant to something that's going on. So it's like as simple as like if you're in a coffee shop and there's a cute person next to you, it's like, you know, you guys are both waiting for your coffee for you to just be like, oh, it's really hot outside. Right. You know, like what what kind of drink are you getting? Or I'll give or if you they a good get one. Some- I love your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Any man that compliments my shoes up. I've actually done that on the subway because I'm really into noticing people's clothes. So I often like men and women. I will comment on their clothes. When you say dress, but when you say shoes, or I'll say pattern. Sometimes I won't say like, oh, that dress is really great. I'll say that's a really cool pattern. I actually am into textiles and design. So for me, that's a good way to start a conversation. And I do it with men too. I'll ask men where they bought their shirt. That's sometimes how I do my shopping as well. Yeah. (laughs) Did you know this about him? Did you learn this about him on your that, first date? I don't remember that coming up. <laughs> I'm like, you guys might need to go on a second date. <laughs> I'm really liking the vibe Rachel in the room right now. Us together. <laughs> I know. I'm like, my matchmaking vibes. <laughs> um, anything else that came up to you that like that you disagreed with or felt really like, um, I don't think that from a male perspective, that just not how it works for me. Um, I think some of it was actually more agreeing that, you know, maybe – some of the things like you feel as a woman and you were saying women feel is the same thing guys feel like it's taken me a while as I've been dating and kind of working through other things in work and career and other things to feel comfortable with if I go on a date and it doesn't work out, that's not me as a failure. And that's not. And if I don't get matches online, that doesn't mean there's something wrong with me. So that's also I think God, I don't know for all guys, I can't speak for them. But for me, I think I definitely feel that sometimes. Right. There's some periods where I get a lot of matches and it feels good. And then when I don't get matches, suddenly it's like, what? Why is no one liking my profile? Yeah. Is something wrong with my profile? Did I not put up the right pictures? You know, is it too many gym selfies? Like too few gym <laughs> selfies? I don't actually have any gym selfies. Should I take yeah. out that video of me doing push-ups? <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to say, and I have to give you credit. So one of the things that I felt was missing in our date was that lack of flirting mm. and um, a, a lack of humor. We had we connected really well on an intellectual level. Right. But I just 
for me, the kind of way that I want to feel in a romantic connection was not mm-hmm. there. But as you could see, we jived as human beings. <laughs> and so totally. I said, yeah. literally, I just yeah. didn't feel a romantic connection. Yeah. I think you're an awesome guy. And he called me. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I call I people a lot. when Instead I, of the texting going too long, I just called him. I was like, yeah. all right, I'm going I'm I'm to yeah. own up to this. Like he, I picked up the phone. And um, he actually said, to his credit, he was like, I just want to say that I think that's totally cool. When I go on dates, I go to meet people. Yeah. And it doesn't like you can't guarantee that you're going to have a romantic or a sexual connection. And um, I just like agree that it was sort of the same vibe. But I wanted to say, I don't remember what you said exactly, but I felt it was really positive. He was like, yeah. I just want to say it was really cool that you were honest with me. And I would, like, I would totally love to stay in touch in the future. And I told my friends about that. I was like, <laughs> because when I send that, I didn't have a romantic connection thing. Yeah, It is a rejection text to some, yeah. but mm. it's also not a rejection text. I'm saying like, yeah. yo, I didn't feel it. I don't know if you felt it. Tell me, you know, like not your fault, not my fault. It's just yeah. not the right fit. Yeah. And to your credit, you received it as it was given um, the phone call was scary, but also <laughs> what a great guy to like step up and be like, no, we're going to talk this out. <laughs> well, and I love that it wasn't like you wanted to get on the like, phone and why? be hostile. Yeah. That's you what know? I was afraid. I was like, why am I not attractive? Yeah. Start crying. He's drunk. <laughs> I don't know. Um, wait, guys- can I ask a question though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and this would have been something like, I know that we only had a very limited amount of time for the coaching part, but One of the things I think about a lot is the weight that people put on a first date Mm -hmm. and that a lot of the time, a lot of the time when, (laughs) especially when they're after work, especially when it's in the middle of the weekday, for a lot of people, it can be hard, especially when like for you, like your core value is around joy and around playfulness. Um, And for everybody, we all like, you know, when I, when I was dating a lot, like we all put a lot of weight on that date. And sometimes what I think about is that it can be, it's impossible to know everything about somebody on a first date. And I think some people warm up slower than other people. Sure. And, and, or if they had a bad day or whatever. And so part of what I think about is, um, how you can go into a first date with, with different expectations sometimes. And it doesn't mean that you have to, it's more just like, what would it feel like, or what would it look like for you to go into the date, um, knowing that it might not give you all the information, about what you're looking for mm-hmm. um, and and how would that feel to approach it in yeah. a yeah in a slightly different way. And it doesn't mean like if after the second date or after the third date there isn't kind of that banter or that playfulness or that light like because that's important to you and that's it awesome is. that you know that yeah. and that's a really, you know, like that's a quality that will really very help. Specific. Yeah. Yes. And also like important in a lasting partnership, right? Yes. So it's a really important quality, but, you know, how it would feel to kind of give it a little bit more time. Yeah. And now can you give some um, constructive criticism to Rahul, (laughs) Sue? Awesome. (laughs) I don't know. All I want to do is be like, I am so impressed with you. You want to set him up with your girlfriend? I know. I'm like, can I, can you talk to, talk to men men about about, like all these things? Yeah. You have a spinoff podcast. Exactly. (laughs) I'm into it. Um, You guys, I want to say thank you so much for this incredible conversation that we've had. Thank you for your insight. Rahul, thank you for your bravery. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me. Um, You guys, if you want to learn more about Rachel's company, it's a goodfirstdate.com. Otherwise, we'd love to hear your comments and we will catch you next time on Hashtag Single.